you know. You sometimes you just gotta ignore the fact that it it looks like a dog. This is so so weird, and I don't like it at all. Good evening, Joliet. <laughs> yeah, Joliet. Woo! <laughs> We've made our way from good old Chicago, come down here. Downstate. Come a little bit downstate. <laughs> downstate. I hope y'all are okay with being recorded. I really hope that. That's too bad because... It's happening, sorry. Because that is happening <laughs> as we speak. You'll be uh, listened to by... M- about to say millions we're not millions yet but we are we are pretty high of people on the internet so be okay with that that is your verbal agreement can we get a verbal all right that is perfect i think we are ready to begin what show is this share this is the open-ended podcast i am Cher vincent and i am lover of puns and fart jokes what about you james <laughs> i am james i was born and raised here and lovingly my mother is right there saying hey. um and i've actually never been here before wherever <laughs> we are today where are we by we, some chance we are at the juliet museum history museum right <laughs> juliet juliet area historical yeah, and I have no idea what this place is. Um, apparently, it's uh, what, you know, maybe we should ask our guests. We have a special guest here. Mm-hmm. So, what is your name? My name is Candice Punnerly. I am the education director here at the Juliet Area Historical Museum. And uh, this is really Juliet's gym. I can't believe you guys have been here before. <laughs> it's super awesome. It's a historical museum all about Juliet's history. This is your history, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's on you, buddy. You should have been here. I don't yeah. live here. I don't live in Chicago. I, I live in Chicago. I have an excuse for not coming down here, but you not so much. Yeah, well, I live in Chicago now, too, but I had no idea That's like a recent development, though. That's like less than five years, son. Like, yeah, you, sh- you know, but... You- <laughs> <laughs> This museum has literally been here for almost half your life. So. Yeah. No excuse, James. I had no idea about this place, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so, I take it, Candace, you invited us here because it happens to be February? Yes, and February is Black History Month. Yeah, Black History. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought that would be like a really great jumping off point to like kind of discuss like how our upbringings were as far as like black millennials as you would say agreed (laughs) you can't really nod because like nobody can see your nod with the exception of the section of our audience it's like a radio play you gotta you gotta reenact everything so people can hear it right exactly so radio people i just nodded (laughs) in agreement (laughs) exactly exactly so I think it was really interesting that we kind of have different upbringings, I guess you could say, um, as far as um, being young and black, uh, mainly you and Candace, me, sorry, not you, but you and I, uh, me and Candace, we were born and raised here and Cher was born and raised out in Chicago. Yep. So I know like we had completely different um, upbringings, but do you want to start? Candace? 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 Yeah, uh, of course. Sure. Uh, well, I think that just being here in what a lot of people call a suburb, really, Juliet is actually a large city. 
for you people who don't know. Um, it's a pretty diverse city, and in grade school, in junior high, and high school, I never really thought about being, a, you know, a, a black person, so to speak. I, I really didn't think about it. I didn't really experience racism. I was just kind of going about my merry way. But a lot of you, you know, you hear my voice and I was called like an Oreo and things like that. But it didn't really phase me because James has known me for a while and I have kind of a catty attitude. So it just didn't really phase me at all. And I, I didn't think about those things until I got a little bit older and I was in college and people would say things like that. And it really kind of resonated with me more. Yeah. And I don't know, it was just vastly different, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, you know, and I find that really, really interesting because that's pretty similar to like how my experience was out here in Joliet. Um, it just kind of seemed that type of way where I would get made fun of because of the way that I speak. Uh-huh. Um, you know, got the good old Oreo comments, which is just like kind of, I don't know, like it seems like something, and I think uh, I was talking to you about it, Cher, earlier, that um, it was a little bit different with being in Chicago for you, was it? Um, not so much. Um, I grew up on the south side of Chicago and I went to school at a predominantly white school and but there were student there were black students at that um, institution but I was kind of ostracized a bit just because I didn't really fit in with the black kids at my school and I didn't really fit in with the white kids and because I'm biracial there was a lot of just like you're not white enough or you're not black enough and when I was a kid I just you know just kept to myself mostly. I read books a lot right. over my friends. <laughs> so like I was like, ah, whatever. And again, like kind of like Buchanan's, I kind of I had attitude, but I kept it to myself. It's just like I was just a loner and I didn't really find any kind of real community until like high school and then college. Mm-hmm. But as far as like um having that kind of the nuances I guess were similar as far as, you know, feeling a bit like an outsider. Right, right. In your own community a bit. And um, I mean, I never really, when I was a kid, I was, you know, too young to actually comprehend what was happening. And like the, I don't know, blatant racism for some of the students <laughs> that I um, yeah, come exactly. into contact with. Because, you know, um, I, the, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with, there's a neighborhood in South South Chicago called Mount Greenwood. It's where I went to um, elementary school. And most of the parents, they are like cops and firefighters and educators, but they're very like, you know, civil, civil servants, essentially. Right, and, right. you know, they have a very cynical idea of black people because they only interact with them in, you know, certain contacts like police officers. So they, uh, so there was a lot of that kind of going on. And of course, the students, the parent, the children of these parents were going to school with me. So there was a lot of weird issues. And again, I wasn't necessarily Underst- I didn't really understand what was going on just because I was a child mm-hmm. and I came from a really lovely home so I never really had that kind of interaction so much. I was uh, sheltered to a point but it wasn't until you know, like when I got into middle school and then into early high school that I realized oh yeah 
those people were like hella mean to me <laughs> right, and really right, rude. Right, and right. um, but yeah, again, when you were saying like I got a lot of those issue, I had a lot of that um, confrontation, I guess. Yeah. But it was passive aggressive, if anything else, because yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't accused of being a black person, but um, verbally, but it was definitely something that I felt. Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel like a point when like y'all? Um, actually like discovered your identities kind of like was there like a point where it was like man like I'm I'm black (laughs) you know yeah for me I guess it was when I was in college at St. Francis here in Joliet and there were not especially when I started college there were not a lot of black kids at USF and I was like oh (laughs) this is a very white place. And I started hanging out with a lot more black people and I had a lot more black friends and we kind of started to own our blackness, so Mm -hmm. to speak. Whereas I didn't have a lot of black friends in high school and I was kind of ostracized because of that. And in college, we more or less kind of banded together because there were so few of us. Right, right. you know the nickname that we had that was (laughs) given to us by white people but we owned it we owned it we were the black pack in college (laughs) and we owned it It, that is that is bold (laughs) (laughs) it was bold it was was very bold bold. but but we we owned it and that's when i kind of realized hey you know this is who i am this is me that I'm black and there are different kinds of black I I'm not from the hood but this is me I have some friends that are super hood and that's okay too right right because there's multiple yeah there's multiple degrees of blackness and I feel like that's almost like the hardest thing for a lot of people to get yeah Um, because sometimes you're not black enough I guess for some people or they want you to be blacker or the stereotypical a the stereotypical version of a black person yeah. is not necessarily what is expected yeah right, right. even even to this day i will still get some of the you're the whitest black girl i know or some some crazy ass comment like that and it's <laughs> like uh you don't get to make commentary on my my race certainly i get that too like um when i because i went to high school at a predominantly black school so that was almost a culture shock for me just because i had been going to school so many predominantly white school and then when i turned 14 i was like oh there's like more than four kids who are black in my classroom (laughs) awesome (laughs) and then i had to kind of readjust to that and then again i was another fish out of water but it wasn't until i was having those auto conversations again in my adulthood when I interacted with um, in college and with white people, like, oh, you're black and white, this is the best of both worlds. And I was like, ah, uh, <laughs> uh, well, some, like, uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a thing that could be that's, said. Yeah. But it's like, There's again, a, like you're saying, ways to how, look like, at that. you know, how, like, you don't really get to have a, an opinion right. on what my experience is like because that's not always the case. Right. Yeah. Right. So, like, I know I was thinking about this a lot too, and like this idea of now with social media and everything, mm-hmm. like you can be bombarded with these microaggressions almost on the daily. Um, and for people who have no idea what a microaggression is, it's um, it's like a non-blatant form of racism, but it's more of like a 
a bias, um, as you will. Um, so a good example is like Candace talking about, oh, I didn't expect you to talk that way. Uh, type thing you're so well spoken yeah exactly you're that's so, a form so of a microaggression yeah and, and, <laughs> or my, my favorite is when it comes to my hair like in the summertime i wear my hair curly and i'll get like oh you look like a lion what <laughs> 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 like why would you why would that why would that come out of your mouth right and, th- and you think that or rather why would you think that thought and say hmm i should say this out loud like, right why would you say that like who oh. told you that was a good idea? Right. Who, why would you think that that like, was a great like, idea? Why, you, why are you beasting me like, right now? Like, what, what the hell? Right, right, like, right, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, and like, how do you deal with that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's very awkward and hard to deal with sometimes because, like, you don't want to be. You don't want to be an asshole. Right. <laughs> Even but, though they are. But you also want to. Uh, Sometimes you feel feel the need to educate them, but I think you mentioned this, Chair. You you don't always want to be the educator. Yeah, because it's right. exhausting, and yep. it, that becomes your job. After all, it's like, oh, if I got a black question, I know where to go. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be the point person for your every decision you need to make when it comes to my heritage and my identity. <laughs> and you would not believe how often that happens to black people or people of, of any ethnicity, ethnicity yeah, yeah. people that, of color that sure. people are just like uh what's kwanzaa <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i don't celebrate kwanzaa i don't know great because i'm a black person who automatically thinks that i celebrate the holiday so right, i don't know right it's it's very difficult to to kind of field what's worth your time and how you deal with it and what what things you should speak to and what you shouldn't Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really know how to answer that question. <laughs> like when people say, "Oh, you have like such pretty skin" or like as compared you, to what? Yeah, as compared <laughs> to what? Like do you want to wear it? I What <laughs> yeah. what are you saying to me? Are you like your hair is so beautiful? Thank you. You too. Mm-hmm. It's just very strange to me when people say things like that to me or when they say you speak so well sure and, right. and especially like in certain contexts too like at work like that that lion comment happened to a um to a that was from a director of a different department oh. right and oh. so like there was no way i could say anything without seeming like because i had just started working there and i was like oh okay so this is where i work now and so like now it's just like yes. and i yes. like i was really upset i was like this, this, this was so great until now and like you just ruined it you just, you just ruined it and like I never really saw her a lot right. I'm no longer at that company but I'm not gonna put them on blast but um it was just really it, it made me upset because you know there was all these really great things about the company and I was like oh now I have to deal with this and you know that was one of you know many other instances where it was like oh I'm cool because I have you know other black friends, so it's okay for me to make this comment. Mm-hmm. It's like no, it's not though. I just want everyone to know that I rolled my eyes when she yeah. said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the, I think the listeners heard you roll your eyes. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was pretty, it was oh, pretty yeah. great. But yeah, it just it gets in. You know, you can also tell when you are your one friend and when you are your one um your um, white friend's one black friend. Oh, you and know. I, you oh, you know. know. Because they always have so many questions. <laughs> Bless their hearts, but they have so many questions. Yep. Yep. 
yeah, it's just like I, I can't. I, mean, I actually have adopted a married couple, and they know who they are. But like, they're I like you know what? They're they're lovely people. They're lovely people, and yep, I don't. They're and, great and they folks. are, and you know, I don't mind asking them because I know, I know, I've known them for a long time, and I know what they're. It's coming from a place of goodness and actual curiosity. But I can't adopt every white person that I know. <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. Like, I, I have other things in my life I want to do and accomplish. Very true. So, Very true. Yeah, I don't know. So if we had to give advice to our fellow, our fellow, fellow white listeners, what would you give them in order to be a great white friend? As we near the end of Black History Month. Yeah. Um, that it's okay that you have a Black History Month. <laughs> Don't don't call us out like why can white folks have a hushing mouth like because that's the rest of the year so let us have this I think that's important. Um, don't say all lives matter. <laughs> Just because I say Black Lives Matter does not mean I'm saying that all lives don't matter or that I hate white people or that I hate cops or that I'm like suddenly anti-white. Or, or that black lives matter more than other people's lives. Exactly. Right. Don't right. say that. That's, That's not, not what good. that means. And please stop talking about the Super Bowl that happened weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Super Bowl. <laughs> like, That's amazing. Please don't shoot the messenger, but I'm not even a Beyonce fan, but this is ridiculous. Stop comparing it to like the KKK. Oh this gosh. is not even a thing. Don't do it. Uh, I could go on and on. Yeah. Stop posting crazy things on Facebook. Please just stop it. <laughs> you know, in case you your conspiracy theories <laughs> about whatever is happening, and and I don't know, but um, I guess one last thing is just that if you are curious, you know, use you have the white man's Google, as we like yeah. to say. Like, yeah. You, you got, have Google, you got Google in your pocket. If you can Google it, then you know, then do that first yeah. and then if you need more research and context then ask but like be researched don't just ask you know a question that you can't get on the internet and i mean i guess there's a way to ask things without coming off and sounding crazy there's a way that you can ask things like be thoughtful you, be thoughtful <laughs> Like you can ask me about my hair without <laughs> touching it, without touching <laughs> it, without touching it. Yes. Or without it's possible. Without saying something like, I know it's hard that you can't, that you want to, but you just yeah, can't. You can, you can ask me about it without saying, how many times a year do you wash it, or something crazy <laughs> That's like that. The rudest that. comment. I swear. I've I've been I've been told that I've been asked that before. Like, like how long do you get away with washing your hair? I'm like, get away. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Yes, watch your coded language. That's my only advice. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's time to educate yourselves on what microaggressions are because a lot of them happen, I think, without people knowing. Because mm -hmm. uh, it comes from arrogant ignorance for sure. Uh, and you know, just educate yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to educate yourself. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's always time to learn. You know, mm -hmm. it's always it's always time to learn more for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, cool. I think we want people to know where we can find you mm -hmm. out in the lovely internet Interwebs. if they loved hearing your voice here. So, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me personally <laughs> at 
xonubo.com or they can find the museum. <laughs> what is this xonubo.com? I have no <laughs> idea what this is. <laughs> You is this like a fan fiction site? Is this something no, that it's, um? It's my it's my beauty blog. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> um, but if they want to learn more about the museum, which you definitely should, uh, it is JolietMuseum.org. We are a wonderful nonprofit. You can bring your kids here. You can come to cool stuff like this live podcast and. Uh, and let's be honest, if you come to Joliet, there is a place called Chicken and Spice around the corner. Yes, you can it walk there. It is lovely. It is lovely. Gave me slides, and that's Right, cool. right. We about to fall asleep right now, but it's all right. But it's all right. Any other places? That they can find me? Yeah. Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Not, not, not where I want them to find me. <laughs> that's totally That's valid. all good. It's totally valid. Yeah. So before we move on to our next section, we'd like to give a special shout out to our sponsors. So our lovely sponsor for this week is Jackbox. You want to tell me a little bit about Jackbox here? You can get five hilarious party games in the Jackbox Party Box. That is from the creators of You Don't Know Jack. Now on Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Steam, and more. Go to jackboxgames.com for more info. All right. So we have our next segment that we would like to introduce you to, and that is our open mic segment. So you want to tell us a little bit about open mic? Open mic is when me and James debate our guest. One of the debates is between me and the guest. One is between James and the guest. And then James and I are going to debate against the guest. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. It is rapid fire. And sometimes we get really angry. Yes. <laughs> so I uh, hope you took some water. Hope you have a, you know, have, have a rag to wipe off your sweat and your brow. Yeah. It's gonna get, it's gonna get, Watch gonna out. Get, edges edges, get edges get might get snatched. So, right. so are so, you guys ready? So what we're going to do is... I'm going to put on a couple minutes on the clock. And since we do this live here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Got we're going to put. Clock on your phone, on your iWatch. Two minutes on the clock. iWatch. I watch. Yeah, I watch. I just did that. So our first debate is going to be Cher versus Candace. And what is the topic? Should you correct assholes on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes on the clock starts now. All right, Candace, what about you? You go first. Um, I'm going to go with the stance that, yes, you should, because I'm a sassy bee, and <laughs> I just think that in the spirit of education, you can't just let people... And I'm not saying these, these assholes that are like, uh, the earth is flat. Not those people. Don't oh, B.O.B. Oh, B.O.B. Oh, B.O.B. <laughs> Don't waste your time on those people. I'm saying the people that are like, formation, formation's racist. Correct those people. Sure. And, you know, you got to educate them. You got to tell them, you know, this isn't about the Black Panthers. This isn't about how... Beyonce wants to keep hot sauce in her purse. Oh my god! You you gotta, you know, be tactful. Don't snatch their edges all the time. <laughs> wait, wait till the time is right to snatch the edges. 
but I feel like it's worthwhile because I spend a lot of my day on Facebook, a good portion <laughs> of my day on Twitter. Uh, and James, you can attest to some of these arguments that I've had on Facebook about, you know, not letting people just say whatever they want because I think that you shouldn't just say whatever you want because you're behind a keyboard. Certainly. Um, I do... The thing is, like, I don't mind educating people, but I don't want to get to the point where, like, I am their point person. And Fifteen I don't, seconds. And I, don't, and I don't like being the only outlet for them to get their answers. I feel like I educate them to a point. It's like, these are good resources you can check out and then let them lead and, and let them go from there. Kind of, like, set at least, you know, here's, like, plant the seed, but then have them do most of the work themselves because I can't only be the person for them. So. <laughs> All right. I so I think maybe my thing was that I <laughs> I like to argue with people on the internet. Maybe that's that's. I think that has was. something to do with it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's and, and I don't. I'm just like, you know what? Not my business. I'm gonna back away. And um, but yeah, I don't mind you know educating people, but just giving resources is where I'm more valid about. But anyway, moving yeah, on. Def- All right, so resources. Moving on. So now it's James and Candace. Yeah, and since we're both Joliet natives, I figure be our question, <laughs> our debate point. <laughs> should be a very hyper-local Joliet thing. So, I feel like we need to give a little bit of context for our non-Joliet listeners <laughs> on the podcast. Um, so, our debate point will be chicken and spice versus Joe's hot dog. <laughs> now, we need to discuss for our listeners, because we have listeners everywhere, even in different countries, so mm-hmm. we need to explain what chicken and spice and Joe's is all about. Okay. No, we're going to do this before the debate, just so we know. So, Joe's Hot Dog is a delightful little hot dog stand. Has been in Joliet for like a couple decades? More than a couple. It's been there since like the 50s or something crazy. Yeah, and they pretty much have the best fries in the entire city. Like, every time I come back here, I make sure to go get a bag of those. You want to say about Chicken and Spice? Oh, I was still going to talk about Joe's. But oh, okay. No, no, you can talk about Joe's, please. Please, we'll talk about Joe's. Because of Joe's, you're able to get um, a hot dog almost any hour of the day. <laughs> That's solid. Um, yeah. Joe's just top notch. But Chicken and Spice is a Joliet mainstay. You can eat Chicken and Spice until you're sick. You yes. probably will eat Chicken and Spice until you're sick. That happened earlier to me. <laughs> They have these things called chicken chunks, and it's and, it's and, literally <laughs> the size of a fist. I can't. There's these I don't know how they make them. Delightful chicken breast chunks that are just huge, and they're just dipped in oil. Obnoxious, and they're fried, and they're kind of spicy, but not too spicy. They're nothing rivals them, and they nothing. also have other delicious treats like spicy rice and JoJo's. And JoJo's are uh, potato wedges for those who have no idea what a JoJo is. Who are unfamiliar. (laughs) (laughs) And they have recently added macaroni and cheese bites to the menu. Right. So that will be our debate point. Branching out. I know. I'm going to put two minutes on the clock. And we are going to start now. You go first, James. All right. So I got to give it up to Joe's because Joe's has a stronger point in my personal history. Joe's just fills my soul completely. 
Whenever I go there, I feel like I'm at home. I just sit in the parking lot and just eat those fries. They're so great. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to debate against Joe's because yeah, Joe's, I mean that's Joe's, fair. Joe's, Joe's is great. Joe's got a lot of us through college here in Joliet. <laughs> uh, but chicken and spice, I think, it resonates with all age groups, <laughs> and it's just so delicious. We get them at parties. We get mm-hmm. it at concerts here at the museum because uh, that's how we get down. Um, <laughs> And the food there is just so delicious. And it's a family place where, you know. A family place? It is a family place. <laughs> what kind of family? What kind of family are we talking about here? Like, people go there with their family. Yeah, and it's I mean, family yeah. owned. There's so. always families there. You know what? I will give it the chicken and spice because they have seats that you can sit in. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place where you can sit and eat your food you that is not Julia a vehicle. so bunk right now. <laughs> I'm just telling it like it is. I do. I mean, as a third party perspective, I do appreciate all the children that are like advertising the owner's children who's advertising the food along with their little outfits. They obviously got from like Walmart, like they're not outfits, but the, the pictures. It's really funny. Yeah. I mean, I like that, that is. Yeah. So I'll give advertising points as, you know, a designer by trade to oh, definitely yeah, chicken and spice because they've kept the same logo since the seventies. They are legit. They are consistent. And their kids are. <laughs> Those children. Those children. And I, you know, we just hit zero on the clock. So I think Perfect. that's good. We've hit it. So that's fine. So our last debate point will be the two of us oh <laughs> versus Candace. This is going to be ridiculous. And this oh, is no. going to be absolutely <laughs> trash. This is going to be trash. We're going to let y'all know right now. This is going to be absolutely trash. So. We are debating in honor of Black History Month. <laughs> oh, no. I think you shouldn't even say it. You shouldn't even say it. Uh, hey, you know, there, there are various degrees of blackness. This is part of the spectrum. That's true. That's this true. is part, part of the spectrum. Okay. You know, this is how we do. And it is love and hip hop versus real housewives. So <laughs> we are going to put two minutes. Actually, no, three minutes on the clock. Three minutes on the clock. Yeah, because it's going to get heated. And we begin. Okay, I'm going to start it off by saying I'm a Real Housewives girl because I only watched Living Hip Hop once. So I don't have an opinion on that show. But Candace, she's the best. I love Candace. She's red. She's Please, let me get your opinion. <laughs> she's like, Candace looks so, like, I hate that girl house by name kind of reaction. I mean, she's ratchet. So. Yeah, oh yeah, she is. She's hella ratchet, but like I, in a great way. I gotta yeah. give her that. Like, she'll drag you for real. <laughs> um, I prefer Love and Hip Hop New York because this is the only place in the entire world where <laughs> the the dude Peter Guns he married the side chick. So his <laughs> that main is chick right. That is became right. the side chick. And then he got both of them pregnant. How can you guys not love this show? That's like, that's hashtag goals right there, you know? And, yeah. and then there's Cardi B who got Instagram famous and now she's on TV. Right. And she was a stripper. What Guys, come on. This is gold. I mean, not goals for me, but, but goals for somebody. You know, who, who knows what can start from the, you know, the Joliet Area Historical Museum. <laughs> we, we don't know what can happen here. Do it for the gram, y'all. Do it for the gram. 
<laughs> um, I know I gotta give it to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta because uh, Scrappy was on there, <laughs> and that was pretty much TV I gold. I just love the name Scrappy. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, based on, yeah, I love it. And also a shout out to that because his mom called him Scrappy too. Oh, <laughs> Didn't no even way. call him by his government, uh, which I think was like the greatest thing about that entire show. The thing, though, about all these love and hip hops, because the original love and hip hop had uh, what? What's the dude's name? Jim Jones. Yes. And his wife. Oh man, she would fight anybody, <laughs> and that's really why I watch the shows for the fights. So it's just it's just so good. Also, shout out to the um, to the um, on house uh, housewives. Who was uh, the uh, pageant queen and was also on Martin? Just shout out to that her. Is oh. right. That shout is right. Shout out to her. Right. Shout out to her. Kenya Moore. Yes, Kenya Moore. Like, just, <laughs> see, I, yes. I watch all these shows because I watch trash <laughs> TV. So, valid. I mean, I mean, trash TV is perfect because you just right. look at it and it's like, huh, that's on my life. So cool. It, that is my exact logic. <laughs> it's like it's on my life. So whatever, it's cool. Yeah, it's I mean great. that's completely valid. I mean, you gotta take in all types of TV to know. You gotta educate yourself. Yes, everyone. I do. And also makes you appreciate the good television mm-hmm. more. And that's perfect because time is up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so I think that was pretty good. We solved nothing, as usually, <laughs> our, as usually our open call I debates do. I feel like do. one day we're gonna just like, you know, just like chain together all the issues that we haven't solved <laughs> and see what, you know, see what, you know, weighs out. Like, what have we, maybe we will solve solve something one day. Well, that's the beautiful thing about this podcast because it's timeless. Exactly. And, and uh, to, to, to think about this, to think about this, though, no, no, let's be honest. To In think about this, now, somebody about could be listening to this TikTok. 10 years from now and they'll <laughs> be like, internet. what Man, is, is that? Forever. Yeah, internet is forever. <laughs> but, you know, we do have our last segment, which it's is my personal and Cher's personal favorite. What segment is that? It's open call time. It's open call time. Oh and I am so excited for time. it. It's so great. Oh it's so great. I love everything about it. So do you want to tell people a little bit about open call time? Open call is when we talk about what we're we like this week. What is giving us happy feels? What is gotten us in our feels? But something that gives us joy. Yeah. And it literally can be whatever we want. So we always start off with our guest. So what are you feeling this week? Do I only do one? Yep. It's only one. <laughs> oh, this is so hard. That's what well, she said. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sorry I'm mentally high fiving you right now. <laughs> um, well, since I like to talk about myself, I'm feeling birthdays this week because my birthday is Tuesday. <laughs> All right. And I'm ready for the birthday turn up. <laughs> so I'm feeling birthdays. So anybody who is uh, a Pisces, if it's Pisces season for you, <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. And uh, I'm feeling birthdays this week. Excellent. Hi. What about you, Cher? Um, I'm going to try to stay on topic, I guess. But um, <laughs> as far as the theme of this episode, but the Blackish episode last night. You know. Don't spoil it. I didn't see it. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I well, it's, it. I, I'm gonna have to spoil it. Sorry, oh. <laughs> gonna have to spoil it. Just no, but like honestly, like you won't. I want. I won't spoil it enough for you to like ruin it for the show. But I'm just gonna say this was one of the best episodes I've seen on television 
in a really long time. It reminded me of like All in the Family and the Jeffersons and like um, just Norman Lear type territory because mm-hmm. they got mm-hmm. real with the issues and there wasn't there wasn't there didn't seem like there was a filter at all about what was going on. It was beautifully written and it's also still heartwarming and funny. And um, I love the show. I think Blackish is one of the best shows on television. Shout out to Blackish. I think it gets over um, overlooks for like other shows like Empire and uh, Scandal and Hollywood Warner. But I think Blackish is doing a lot of really interesting and really thought provoking things on a platform that that is sitcoms that hasn't really been doing a lot. I feel like in that realm of you know pushing boundaries especially for the black community. So yeah, shout out to Blackish. Shout out to that episode last night. Candace, watch that as soon as possible. Go to Hulu. I am going to watch it as soon as I get home. It Great. is DVR'd. Excellent. And I'm really glad you said that because Blackish is one of my favorite shows. It's so good. And like they talk about so many different things. They do. And it's that, like, like last night's episode, it's not an exception. Like they've been talking about um, really, really intense topics almost their entire Yeah, and they, they talk about things that are relevant to people our age mm-hmm. and, and just things that are in the black community. Like, one of my favorite episodes was the whooping episode. I love that episode so much. And it's, uh, I've never been whooped. Maybe I should have. That probably, that probably would have changed that is the course unfortunate. of my life. That is unfortunate. Don't but. make me bring my mom up here. <laughs> And we'll have that discussion. <laughs> that might have been, that I know. Shout out, uh, shout, shout out to episode two, where she made a, an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, Black Edge is such a great program. And last night I was watching it, and I was watching it with my parents, and it was just like, this is beautiful. And we all just kind of have like a nice family moment watching a family show that that was really reflective of my experience. So. Yeah, shout out to Blackish. That's what I feel hmm. this week. What about you, James? So I, you know, in in the spirit of the end of Black History Month, I'm going to give a shout out to Coconut Oil. Coconut Oil! Mainly yes. because just like it never fails me, <laughs> no matter what. Coconut oil is just like so multi-purpose for everything. So I use it mainly for moisturizer, but what I've really been using it a lot for is actually for relocking my hair. Nice. I uh, ran out of some Cantu uh, <laughs> <laughs> that I was using for moisturizer, and I was like, oh, well, got this coconut oil here. And literally, shout out to Aldi, because coconut oil at Aldi is like only five bucks. Oh, right. And I, I love so, it. And it's, yeah. it's still winter. <laughs> and it's, so, like, it's a big jar, too. Yeah, yeah incredible, and it's still winter, so like, that coconut oil is still kind of thick. Yeah, so like, it's really thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loose, so, like so my specific shout out for coconut oil is how it acts as a great moisturizer for uh, for. Nice. So, I put it on my face. Yeah, yeah, face. I arms. put it on my elbows. Yes, yes. and my knees because those mm-hmm. knees looking. Oh, yeah. Mine, and then the great thing about coconut oil is once heels. you're done moisturizing okay. yourself, just put it in a pan and then just like get biscuits. <laughs> like it's yes. perfect. It's, it's so all purpose. purpose. It's all purpose. Coconut oils will change your life and saves lives. Yeah. So if it you're really listening does. and you haven't introduced coconut oil to your life, you are living life. Terrible. This is also for the white people too. <laughs> Word of, coconut oil is not just for people of color. It's right. for all people. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that video. All coconut, <laughs> all coconut oil matters. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. And I think that is the perfect time to start closing out our episode yeah so we did it james we did this is another live episode this is another live episode this is episode 43 for everyone who is here 
And also, this is our anniversary show. It actually is. We've been doing this for one entire year, yeah. and that has been incredible. So literally, thank you to everyone that has been sticking around with us for an entire year. We appreciate Seeing us you. grow into like this beautiful butterfly i know we're, <laughs> we're a monarch butterfly we are because that's a queen yes um and i'm a queen um but um, yeah it's just thank you listeners thank you guests thank you yes and also a special yeah. guest candace thank you so much candace for joining us on stage tonight thank you guys yeah um this is exciting yeah so we want to give a shout out to the chicago podcast co-op for letting us to be a part of their network of shows um, and we'd like to give another shout out to one of the other shows on the network, and that is Roboism. So can you tell me a little bit about Roboism? Sure. Roboism is a podcast starring co-host Alex and Savannah as they talk about robots and feminism, but mostly robots. And yeah. that is at Roboism.fm. Yeah. And another thanks to the Joliet Historical Museum for Woo-hoot. inviting Joliet. us. To- <laughs> no, don't say it like that. That's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> For inviting us here. I was like crossing my fingers that you did not do that and then you did that. Look at Jolly Rancher. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, Joliet Historical Museum and for Cards Against Humanity for allowing us to use uh, some of their equipment for today. Mm -hmm. Um, As always, everything here has been written by Cher and myself. And who did all the music that has been swirling us throughout today? U plus one F six zero C, which is a Unicode for the Bliss Down emoji, and is James' musical side project. As always, you can rate us on iTunes. If you use Overcast, you can recommend us there. You can find us on Stitcher. And we also have our donation page. Um, where can you find that? You can go to openended.fm slash donate. You can also go to patreon.com slash open-ended to become a member starting at $1 a month. And you can also go to our Simplecast page and there's a donation <laughs> part there. Yeah. Or you can hit me up on cash. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Like, you just want to give money to me. That's cool. I don't. Right. You know, we can be sly about it. I even tell James, just give money to me. It's cool. But you can meet us at the Chicken and Spice. We right. can do, like, an under-the-table transaction. Like, we'll figure it out. It's cool. It's cool. But, um, yeah, uh, please give us money so we can pay bills mm-hmm. and uh, we can continue with our massive amounts of coconut oil. Yeah, exactly. Um, and before we go, um, just quick reminders about the other shows that we do. So, mm-hmm. Sherry, you want to tell us about your other podcast that you have? Yes. Um, we are going to be uh, doing our third episode. Uh, well, when this episode drops, we probably <laughs> we already released our third episode. Anyway, Gossip Girls. Gossip Girls is me and my friend Subi Shaw talking about Gossip Girls every episode from the beginning. We are in season one, and we're talking about... All those characters from the Upper East Side and their, <laughs> the shenanigans they get themselves into, but also talking about shenanigans we relate to as well. That is Gossip Girls. And what about you, James? Um, so aside from Open Ended, I also have another show called Refresh, um, where myself and the Cards Against Humanity senior producer, Alex Cox, we talk about um, really geeky topics in technology from programming to um, also the very random things such as um, diversity and sex positivity. So that is Refresh. Um, you can find that at refresh.simplecast.fm. And yeah. So at the end of episode 43, what do we say at the end of every episode? Keep things open-ended. Yeah! yeah we did it.
Awesome. That is it. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Yes. Thank fun. you.